So did you have moments after that where you're like, oh my God, I feel like I don't know who I am. And like, Mm. what was like, what was the hard moments? Like, what were those like? Yeah. Oh gosh. You just made me think of something that, um, I've, uh, I've chosen my identity so many times. Mm. You know, not, not that anybody gave them to me. Of course, they're the ones that the world gives you. Yeah. I'm black. I'm a woman. Mm -hmm. Right. But I have chosen my identity in many ways. I'm badass both because I chose that. I decided that. You know, and then I started acting like that. And then people started calling me that. <laughs> um, and I think I've done that so much. And even the titles and identities that I didn't want, but I knew were coming. Widow. I knew was coming. I didn't want it, but I knew it was going to come. And then I had to accept it when it did. Right? So the decision to remove a title is so much harder because assuming one is your power. So I had to decide that it was also powerful to remove one. That it wasn't a lessening of me. It was very powerful to say, you know what? I'm no longer this. Put it aside. You know, and sometimes that comes in the form of many things. You know, maybe you no longer want to be a wife. Oof. You know, and what's the world going to think of that? But how powerful to decide for yourself yes. that you no longer want this title. I'm going to put it aside. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to be something else. And maybe you don't have that. Maybe it's just a blank statement right now, you know? Because, yes, in the, for me, setting aside the title of executive felt bad. But at the same time, I have found power in saying, no, I decided that, though. Liberating. I decided to mm-hmm. put that aside. Do I have something else to fill in with? No. But maybe I don't need to. Maybe I don't need to. Maybe I was carrying around way too many titles. Maybe that's what actually was keeping me from doing the thing I'm supposed to do because it was too heavy walking around with all these burdens. (laughs) You know, maybe maybe the effort of the last two decades of picking up titles was actually the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like greed. Mm -hmm. I walked around Mm -hmm. gathering all of these things and blah, 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 blah. And then before you know it, it made me slow and cumbersome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Over here lugging this big ass burden. Yeah. You know? So I think it is in today, as I sit here, I consider it to be so much more powerful to say, I took that and put it aside. It was slowing me down. So I'm lighter for it. I can feel it in my spirit. I'm lighter. You know, like, I think one of the tests for me is when I think about picking it back up. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, it's like it's you like know. having a chore that you just keep putting off. You know what I'm saying? It's on your list, and mm-hmm. you know you should do it, but you're like, oh, not yet. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then like, you're like, every, how did I do that? How for did so I long? do that yes. for so long? Because when you put it down, you're just like, oh shit, that thing. Oh, it's so heavy. Yeah, you know. And so that for me has now in those moments of doubt, in those moments where I wake up in a cold sweat in the middle of the night, like I ain't got no job. Oh my god. You know, mm-hmm. in those moments where I'm just like at a cocktail party, so what do you do? In those moments, in those mm-hmm. moments, I have to consider what would it feel like to pick it back up? And as soon as that thing hits and I'm like, oh, no, girl, Shh, bitch, I do nothing. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> That's my job right now. <laughs> nothing. You know what I mean? Like, you know, because yeah. the thing is that, that that is what has helped me to stay sane. Mm-hmm. That's what keeps the regret at bay. Mm-hmm. 
Because when I think about picking it back up, my whole soul dissipates. Yeah. That's an important feeling to be in touch with. Because I I don't think, Mm. I think the ego kind of runs a lot of people's lives in that way where they're like, Mm -hmm. yeah, but the money or the accolades or the respect, whatever it is. Yes. But for you to be so in touch with that feeling now, Mm. do you feel as though, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I'm curious about, you know, your experience um, in losing your husband and Mm. that time of your life. Mm -hmm. Can you pinpoint like the perspective shifts, you know, that kind of got you to this place of like, this is what's really important. Actually, Yes, 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 yes. Oof. Sometimes it doesn't take a lot of time to make a pivot. You know, sometimes it's really sharp and you just have to do it <laughs> for survival mm-hmm. or for whatever, right? It's like I think a lot of, that happens to a lot of people where everything is going jolly and wonderful and then a pivot happens and you're like, oh, shoot, I have to change my perspective on this thing because now life is different. Yeah. You know, and not by your choice. Again, like, remember, we're saying that, like, when you choose an identity, it feels very powerful. Most of us, like, we're like, yes, I decided to do this and boom, boom, boom. But when something is given to you or shoved on you, that does not feel powerful. You feel put upon. Mm-hmm. Or then when you have to decide to put something down, that does not feel powerful because you're like, oh, my God, I lost. You know? Yes. But in that process um, of when my husband was diagnosed with cancer, I will not say that that's the moment that the pivot happened because, unfortunately, both of us had already dealt with our mothers having been diagnosed with cancer. My mother, my mother was finishing her second round of cancer, you know? So it wasn't a stranger to us. And both of them were survivors. And so it didn't feel like a death sentence. It felt like an interruption. You know, and sometimes that's even more dangerous because you're not aware of the moment. You look, I look back now and I'm like, oh, my God, May 2013, we should have stopped the world. We should have stopped everything. And we didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, because we didn't know. Yeah. We didn't know what, the, what kind of shift that that moment was going to bring in our lives. We did not know. And so the ways that my perspective changed weren't at diagnosis. It wasn't even while he was in treatment. It wasn't when he had to, like, you know, not go to the play date because he felt too sick. Or I remember Lael's fourth birthday. You know, we did in the park, all the little kids running around. You know, we had one of those bouncy houses and we, you know, all the things. And we were cutting her cake. And he, I can see it in the video now so clearly. I didn't see it then. You know, the pain in his face. Like he was just trying to be there. Yeah. And, um, I remember after, after like cutting the cake, we were sitting over to the side and he was just like, he could, I could tell he was in pain. And I was like, Tina should take you home. Tina's my cousin. Everybody got a cousin, Tina. Cousin Tina. <laughs> <laughs> Literally everyone has a cousin, Tina. <laughs> so I was like, you know, Tina, take him home. And in that moment, I think my perspective started to change. You know, it was the awareness that he wouldn't be able to do everything. I didn't realize that the small moments also needed to have the attention. It really wasn't until his oncologist said that his cancer would be terminal. That Then that was a sharp turn. 
everything else had felt kind of gradual. And I think we are okay in life with that, you know, small changes, small things that happen. Um, it's like stepping into colder and colder water, you know, it's like you first, you put your toe in and you get to acclimate and then you're up to your knees, you acclimate and you're up to your elbows. You know, it's like before you know it, you're submerged and you feel fine, you know, but yet, oh my God, you went from like standing on the land to being submerged in water. It's a big difference, but you're okay with that change. This feels like somebody yanked you off the side and put you underwater and then held you there. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't let you breathe. That's what it felt like in October. You know, and for me, it was the beginning of a perspective change because I felt powerless. I felt like there, like it wasn't fair what I had done to deserve it. Mm-hmm. You know, it felt like grabbing small moments and trying to hold on to them and it just wouldn't stay and being mad at that, <laughs> even though that's been my whole life. That's our whole lives. We do things every day that we just go away. You know? Yeah. But then here I was trying to, it, it reminded me of, um, do you remember this? It was once a, like a, I don't know if it was a game show. I don't know where I get this image from. I think it's a game show. Yeah. You know where they're standing in like a clear cylinder and then the money is falling down yeah. and they're trying to grab yes. it? Yes. yes. I forget what it's called, but It's yes. like so patronizing if you think about it. I know. It they're really just is. like, they're like you get like the money. I know. But in, in here, and here we are on the sidelines watching on TV like, bend down. Yes. It's like as if you wouldn't be up in there talking yes. about grabbing the yes. air. You know what I mean? You wouldn't bend down either. You know what I'm saying? You're so confused. But the truth is that that's what life felt like, mm. you know? It felt like trying to grab all the things, like staring up into the sky and saying, Ooh, what's going to drop next? Oh, my God, let me grab that, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And for me, that perspective change meant that I was more appreciative of the everyday mundane. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.